Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. Do you ever wonder if your drinking is out of hand? Or maybe you've stepped up your alcohol intake lately and you're afraid to ask your doctor? Or maybe you've been drinking for a very long time but now want to cut down or quit? Well, doctors wouldn't care much about your alcohol intake if it didn't compromise your health. We start to worry about our patients when intake reaches levels that can cause damage to the liver, kidney, heart, blood vessels, and brain. Alcohol can also increase the risk of certain cancers like in the esophagus, in addition to causing high blood pressure, obesity, strokes, mental health problems, and sleep disorders. So how much is really too much? How do you know when you have a drinking problem? And what can you do about it? I'd like to tackle these really important questions in today's podcast. So how much alcohol is too much? Let's tackle that one first. According to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, or the NIAAA, a branch of the National Institute of Health, or NIH, women who drink more than three drinks a day or seven drinks a week and men who drink four drinks a day or 14 drinks a week have increased risk of alcohol-related medical problems. Now, this is a general guideline and not a rule for everyone. Your individual limit really depends on other factors, such as your age, your body size, other medical problems, and even medications you may be taking. Note that no amount of alcohol is safe in pregnant women. When I ask my patients how many drinks they consume each day, some say, oh, only about two to three drinks a day, doc. But when I probe a little deeper, I come to find that their idea of one drink may not be exactly the same as mine. So question, what constitutes a standard drink in the medical world? Answer, 5 ounces of wine, 12 ounces of beer, or 1.5 ounce shot of liquor. These are all equivalent and contain about 14 grams of pure alcohol each. So how do you know if you have a drinking problem? Ask yourself the following questions. Does your drinking worry your family and friends? Do you drink when you're angry or sad? Do you ever feel bad or guilty after drinking? Do you drink even though you tell yourself that you won't? Do you forget what happened when you were drinking? Have you ever had a drink first thing in the morning to calm your nerves or to get rid of a hangover? If you answered yes to any of these questions, it's possible that you may have a drinking problem. So to be sure, however, you should discuss this with your doctor. You can actually take a more detailed self-questionnaire from the NIH to see if you're at risk. And I've placed this link on the Quick and Dirty Tips website on the page for this episode. Total scores of eight or more for men up to age 60, or four or more for women, adolescents, and men over 60, are considered abnormal. I would highly encourage you to print this form out and take it with you to your next doctor's visit. Okay. So you've taken the self-assessment questionnaire, you met with your doctor, and you confirmed that, yes, you may be drinking too much, and you're ready to do something about it. Well, now what? How do you cut down on your drinking? Well, here are 10 quick and dirty tips that I share with my patients to help them with their alcohol intake. Number one, learn the standards. It's really important to learn what constitutes a standard drink. Use your measuring cups and find out how much a five ounce of wine really is or 12 ounces of beer, or one and a half ounce of liquor. Then every time you pour yourself that glass of wine, make sure to measure it properly. Don't just fill the entire wine glass up to the rim and count that as one drink. 
Number two, keep track. Now that you know how much you should be drinking, use a notepad or your smartphone to log the number and type of drinks you consume each day and where you were when you were drinking. Keep track for at least a month. Number three, don't buy it. Try to keep very little or none at all stocked at home. The more you possess, the more temptation there may be to drink. Number four, set limits. Make a daily or weekly goal for yourself. For instance, you may want to set your daily drink limit to two per day for the first week, then go down to one drink a day for the next week, and so on. Number five, drink with food. Refrain from drinking on an empty stomach, and instead drink that glass of wine with your dinner. Number six, drink it slowly. Take small sips and leave at least a one-hour break in between your drinks. Up for water, soda, or juice in between your drinks. Number seven, avoid temptation. If you tend to drink with your coworkers after a hard day's work, avoid the bar gatherings. If you drink when you're stressed out, distract yourself with a different activity or hobby, like take a nice warm bath, listen to some classical music, meditate, phone a friend, walk the dog. Find an alternative way to unwind. If you drink with a certain buddy, avoid them. Number eight, seek support. Tell your family and friends of your desire to abstain so that they can provide encouragement, distraction, and support to help you reach your goals. Look up your local Alcoholics Anonymous chapter or other support groups in your area, or ask your doctor for referrals. Number nine, save the cash. Save up all the cash you would have otherwise spent on alcohol, and every week or month, treat yourself to something special and non-alcoholic, such as a day at the spa, a new outfit at the mall, or a nice dinner with a friend. Number 10, learn to say no. There will be many temptations to drink, and others may want to pressure you into doing so. Have an answer ready for those moments. For instance, you may want to tell them that you've lost weight since you started drinking, and that you plan on sticking with your new size. Whatever you do, in general, don't give up. Many patients take several tries before they're successful, just like quitting, smoking, or losing weight. And please, please don't drink and drive. Note that the NIH alcohol intake limits are much higher than those that are considered safe for driving. If you drink at all, please don't drive. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content does not substitute any medical advice and does not replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a great and non-alcoholic week.